Hello, and welcome to Metal Brunch Club, a podcast about coffee, mm. blast beats, and three dudes' opinions on this metal sucks. albums you never wanted. So, crank those volume levels to 11 and enjoy some good old-fashioned metal music with your hosts, Brian, Nick, and Jordan. technical difficulties uh this is our first time ever live streaming on twitch and so we were trying to figure out a lot of shit basically right before we started streaming and uh essentially we found out that brian's microphone for some reason does not work it was working for a little bit and then just decided to shit the bed yeah so uh we're gonna be brian and i are gonna be sharing this microphone yeah the, the demo gods are against us i guess if they accidentally kiss it's cool yeah. No one, no one, make it weird. It's if that gets us more, you know, viewers. I mean, we we can do that. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about maybe doing a bikini stream one of these times. So maybe this can just be the precursor to a bikini stream. Yes, I'm about it. But yeah, thank you, everyone. I'll show uh, my nuts for for joining us on this uh, beautiful Saturday for taking time out of your weekend to come and hang out with us. Uh, before we kind of get into the episode proper and talk about what we're going to be talking about. We figured we would uh, kind of do a slightly informal introduction of ourselves because we never actually released the episode where we introduced ourselves. Uh, and people are like, who are all of these handsome-sounding boys? Uh, so you just want to kind of go down the line and just do a quick hey, hi, hello, and we'll go for it. So Why are. don't you start? Oh, yeah, I can start. Hey, uh, I'm Jordan. Uh, I am the... Uh, at the academic of the group, I forgot the word. The academic of the group, as uh, Brian so lovingly calls me, uh, and I'm here to have a party. Uh, hello, I am Nick, and I am the one who makes all the food, and I welcome you as well to the party. <laughs> I'm Brian. Uh, I am. Not the academic, but I'm the one that writes a lot of the riffs, those tasty riffs, and then I send them over to Nick, and he writes beautiful drums for them. So, yeah, a little bit of background. Been uh, doing the the St. Louis kind of music scene for a while. Yeah. Nick and I actually played in a band a long time ago. So, fun stuff. But, yeah, we all love music. We all love coffee. We all love brunch food. And we thought, hey, why don't we just, you know, listen to some music on the weekends? And then we thought, well, maybe other people might want to listen to that, too. So, yeah, it was like we're white guys in their 30s. We kind of have to have a podcast. I feel like it's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. When you reach this age. It's like, oh, and we got to give our opinion to everybody that never wanted it. Right. Because that's what this is about. It's true. So, yeah, that's us. Also, just um, just another thing to note. um, we all kind of grew up in the like metal hardcore sort of scene. And I think at, whenever we were uh, much younger, um, we all loved kind of like hanging out with, uh, with friends and like sharing music and like, it was just such a huge part of our, all of our lives for such a long time. And I feel like such like a huge foundation of my friends now and like even just everything in my life. Um, 
revolved around like music. So like my, the job that I have now is like directly from like music and like a lot of the friends I have directly from music, a lot of like my passions and my hobbies, like all kind of like revolve around the like musical um, friendships that I had when I was much younger. So I think this is just sort of like our way of coming back to that later on and trying to like reignite that. And we want other people um, involved as well too. Uh, you know, share, uh, again, we have a discord. So come in and like share your thoughts on like music we're reviewing, uh, you know, new music that's coming out, share it with us. Like we want everybody to be involved with this as well. So that's sort of the big, the main purpose for this uh, podcast. So, but uh, yeah, we wanted to like just touch more on that since we're finally on episode 10 and I feel like we haven't really like talked much about like why we're doing this or like, um, you know, much about ourselves or anything like that. Um, and we figured with the Twitch stream, a visual representation of us here is like a great way to kind of introduce you guys to yeah. us and to the podcast uh, formally. Because heretofore, all you guys really knew about us was that we just really liked Misery Signals. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much it. Also, anyone watching the stream, if there's like something audio related that needs to be like turned up or turned down, like please uh, leave it in the chat. Let us know. Um, so we can make adjustments as we're doing this. Yeah. But we're going to jump into it. Um, so, uh, Jordy, who hey. are we talking about today? Hey, yeah. Uh, I am excited to say that we are talking about the band Counterparts and their newest, most depressing album, A Eulogy for Those Still Here. If I could, I'd If I could, I'd murder you myself. Yes. So counterparts uh, for fans of the you know the the scene and the genre, I probably don't need much of an introduction to these guys, but we're gonna give it to you anyway. Uh, so this album was produced by the great Will Putney, who pretty much produces everything, everything and makes great. everything sound fucking cool. Uh, so counterparts is a five-piece melodic hardcore metalcore band started in uh, Ontario, Canada. Uh, they've been around since about 2007. Is this Minnesotan? This is more Minnesotan, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, and they've Minnesotan. released they've released seven albums to date, uh, and this is their first album since 2019. And boy, oh boy, they've just taken that time to get angstier, haven't they? Oh yeah. Um, that first clip oh, yeah. was from the song "Unwavering Vow." Yeah, their first single. And um, yeah, a lot of angst in this record. Um, honestly, like a lot of the things that I really love about metal music are like jammed into this record. So I'm Mm -hmm. excited to talk a little bit more about it and show you some of my favorite moments. And I'm excited to hear your favorite moments. Right. What are, just to kind of like get a a little bit of like a understanding about what are you guys past in history with this band? Like how, how much have you guys listened to these guys? How familiar are you with them? So, so for me, I have been jamming them since the current will carry us. Nice. So it looks like 2011 for that release. Second um, I have, I have not listened to profits, which I probably am, you know, very behind need to do. Um, but I have a vinyl record for like every single other one because yes, I've been, I've been jamming them ever since it was like, they were kind of like the, you know, like, uh, ugly headed like stepchild of misery signals, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, I'm all about it. They're like a more hardcore kind of like feel, I think, yeah. you know, for misery signals kind of style. Um, but they, they caught me, 
you know, from the start, they, they've, they've held my heart. Oh. So, you know, I've been it's about cute. it. So I think this album in particular, it's just them harnessing their craft even more, you know? Right. So, and, um, also I, I, I'm pretty sure the guitar tuning is in drop C. They play six strings. I don't know who else makes drop C sound this heavy, like this tight, this good. Um, it's well, just, I, I love it. You know, I'm a big good. fan. So Alex Ree and, uh, Jesse Doreen, they know what they're doing. What about you, Nikki? Um, yeah, so I probably took like a 10 year break. Uh, I know I listened to the current will carry us, um, a good bit when it first came out, but to be quite honest, like I didn't really, and to be totally honest, like in terms of like metal in general, like I feel like I took kind of a bit of a break from listening to, from sort of only listening to metal music. And I, you know, I bounced around a lot and I listened to lots of different things. There would be like releases and things like that come out from time to time. But I would say between the three of us, I'm probably the one who's listened over the past, like probably 10 years. Um, I'm probably the one who's listened to the least amount of metal music. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been kind of nice like coming back um, and sort of getting reacquainted with counterparts. Um, for me, it's, it's, it's such a great record. Like I don't really even know how to sum it up into words. It just kind of has everything that I love um, crammed in it. As I mentioned before, it's got great breakdowns um, and heavy moments. A lot of like really like cool, like, riffs and i really love their like ability to do like melodic style riffs yeah uh fast moving upbeat parts that kind of stuff um and then the lyrically there's a ton of like really vulnerable lyrics um you know like emo angsty me like totally can connect to um it brings forth a lot of like feeling and emotion yeah personally um the drummers you know like killer yeah kyle's fucking sick and does a lot of like really fun interesting things um that keeps keeps me like sort of invested and the music and i think all of it's just really well written from like a songwriting standpoint yeah fun fact about the drummer uh will putney in an interview uh on the downbeat which is another podcast but done by straight from the paths drummer actually uh don't listen to him listen to us instead <laughs> um but he uh will putney actually said that kyle brownlee is the tightest drummer he's ever had the pleasure of recording mm-hmm. which totally tracks because kyle's shit is just pristine yeah yeah, and just uh, and yeah, Human Robot said, "Yeah, I took a little heavy music break, but I'm back, baby." Yeah, and yeah, that me was, too. That was the whole reason we got back into this. Like Nick just kind of texted us one day and was like, "Hey, you two are my metal homies, and I want to hang out with you guys yeah. more. Let's just hang out and do this." Honestly, yeah, I just wanted to like. I feel like there's just so much to listen to, and I didn't know like what people were, were listening to, and I know that these guys kind of like consistently always listening to like new stuff and like super. Um, super with it in terms of like what's coming out, like what, what has come out, like what's good, what's not so great anymore. Um, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun sort of like catching, catching back up and, and listening, getting like reacquainted with it. It's been like, I've become really, really passionate about it lately, which has been like really, really fun. And also I love cooking and so, and just hanging out with my friends. And so it sort of feels like the best things kind of combined. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I would like to say too, I think since we started this up, I've been way more active on the front of finding new music oh, 100%. and uh, just being more informed in general. So I think it's just, you know, kind of reignited. Also, I've had a chance to, you know, kind of write some new music with it for fun. And overall, it's just, you know, it started out as just kind of a, a thing to hang out with some friends. And then it's actually just improving a bunch of different facets of, you know, your life for me. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, 
off of that, uh, my counterpart's journey, uh, I did Ooh. listen to Prophets back in 2010. Yeah. Um, so that was my first introduction to them. Uh, rem- there's a song on their first album called Metatron, and it is was probably one of the best kind of entries into metalcore, I think. Uh, it was pretty much Misery Signals 101, but they did it impeccably. Um, didn't really love The Current Will Carry Us at first when I when I heard it because it, they lean more into the hardcore side of things as opposed to like the melodic metalcore that I was kind of looking for. Went back to it you know, years later and actually really dug it. Um, and then I became like a mega fan with their third album, The Difference, Difference Between Hell and Home, which is still, in my opinion, their best album that they've ever done. Um, this album is, like both of you said, uh, kind of a culmination of everything that Counterparts has been doing for you know the last little over a decade. And it is a good album. I am just not excited by this album really at all. Wow. Whoa. Like every, uh, yeah, I conflict. And it's, and it's funny because as I've talked about in other podcasts, you know, the episodes, the you serious? episodes that are the uh, albums that I expected to hate, I end up loving. And this is probably my most anticipated record of the year, if not one of them. And I'm like, it's good. It's just not, I don't know. Uh, counterparts at this point to me have been doing their thing pretty comfortably for the last three releases and haven't really innovated too much on their sound. They've just been kind of tightening their craft. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's just comfort food, I guess. Like it's, it's something that like, if I'm bored, I'm going to listen to it and it's going to be a good time, but I'm not going to like actively go out and seek it, uh, and, and be like incredibly excited over it. Yeah. Well, you know, the chat hates you right now. The two viewers that we have right now are they're They want blood. Absolutely raging. Fire. Well, yeah, everyone actually left uh, <laughs> once I said that I didn't like this. Oh, and it's great. not that I don't like this album. I think it's a good album. It is a solid, you know, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10 maybe. I just am not, like, fucking craving it every second. Like, I was listening yeah. to it, and then I'm like, I'm going to go back and listen to Darko is, is kind Ooh, of where yeah. I'm at. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Darko is still, like, on rotation for yeah. me. So. That being said... Production is definitely top tier. I think that their songwriting is definitely the best that it's ever been. Hell yeah. And I think Brendan's lyrics, the best that he's probably ever done as well. He is easily one of the most talented writers, I think, in metal music. Mm -hmm. Um, And and kind of like you said, he's got a lot of emotional and very heartfelt lyrics, but none of them ever seem trite or forced. They all seem very genuine and very heartfelt, which I think is a, a difficult thing to sometimes showcase because people talking about wanting to kill themselves in songs or whatever it's like yeah whatever you and everyone else but like with brendan you actually are like yeah this dude might actually do it yeah he actually wants to harm himself but it makes me want to listen to the music more I yeah don't know, is that weird on his twitter he went on like this wild rant that was like 30 tweets long where he was just like yo guys like if it wasn't for his music and you guys listen to it, I'd kill myself. And I was just like, we got to keep yeah, spinning gotta, it. We got to yeah. keep spinning it. Oh yeah. my God. Good thing you bought the vinyl, Brian. Cause <laughs> yeah, that was what kept Brendan from uh, just ending it all. Yeah. Look at you. I'm happy to contribute to, uh, you know, saving lives, keeping a man alive. That's what I do. I'm just kind of that guy, but no, the vinyl it's, it's pretty here. I guess, uh, I can kind of give everybody a visual and show you. Yeah. If you want to do it. Ooh, let's see it. Sorry, audio-only listeners. Yeah. Maybe you should go to our Twitch channel. 
and uh yeah. and see this beautiful vinyl the audio is going to be weird on this one we apologize yeah it is a really pretty vinyl though yeah that's that's beautiful love that color oh geez. as he drops it and he shatters it <laughs> um let's well let's jump into some of our favorite moments from this record i'd like to start with you with me oh yeah. wow okay jordan we're gonna start off with the one who hated it the most yeah i just kind of want to hear so yeah um i do want to talk about first with you boys one of these special moments uh whispers of death of your death Ooh. Uh, so let's go ahead and just uh play it real quick It's hard. <laughs> Which is my what I say about my penis when I listen to that breakdown. Ooh. So Whispers Over Your Death is a probably the saddest song on the album. It's um actually about Brendan, the vocalist's um recently uh dis- past cat named Kuma. Yeah. Um that uh Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in rest in power. Uh little buddy. Yeah, so the the song was just kind of about him working through his best friend's, you know, untimely death, uh, or, you know, the, the, the whispers of it, of his death. Um, and that breakdown in particular, when I first heard that single, I, I dug the song, but when he yells the make your cancer mine, and it kind of like breaks out his, like his throat just sounds raw. And it was something where mm. I immediately, like, I, you know, I've had animals my whole entire life. I have two cats right now repping that cat daddy tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I heard that and I heard just that, pain and his his delivery i was just like shit like this is a an incredibly emotional and incredibly powerful yeah and then <laughs> arrest and arrest and sheesh but yeah it's it's just uh it's just a very heartfelt and very powerful section i think i empathize with that a lot uh we have two rescues at home and i love those dogs to death and recently uh you know uh, Mac had a tumor on her back. We had to get removed, you know? So it's like, I, I understand, you know, I feel like I can kind of empathize with what, you know, he, he may have been going through, but a lot of emotion comes to the front when you hear that kind of stuff that make your cancer mine. Yeah. It's big. And, and other really cool lyrics in there too. Like, I mean, you know, he's got, a I promise to be forever your savior as much as you are mine, because he's been pretty open about the fact that like, he stayed alive pretty much to take care of this animal um, aside from the music. And so I think that that's a really just powerful line, just being like, no, like you, you saved yeah. me just as much as I did you. And I think like the, the lyrics for this song can also be like, you know, applied to really anyone uh, who's like had loss or is like dealing with grief in their life. And, right. Um, you know, especially like something cancer related, like, so tons of people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I think that, um, yeah, whether it's about your like pet or it's about yeah, exactly. Um, that's a little. Is that a little hand? It's a hand, a hand, hand petting hand. A, a kitten in chat. Yeah. Great. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean just that. 
But no, you're you're exactly right. It's a it's a lyric and it's a song that can if you don't know the backstory behind it, yeah, you can just assume like okay, this is just yeah. a, a song about someone who who passed away from from cancer or something like that. But kind of knowing the backstory and what it really meant, I think mm-hmm. that level of vulnerability is just something that you don't always get from a lot of lyricists. Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna apologize because we're probably gonna be. There's some like heavy lyrical content in this record, so yeah. we're probably going to be getting pretty emo uh, some of the time. But we will talk about coming and <laughs> just just coming with tears as <laughs> yeah, well. Coming with tears, yeah. So don't worry, guys. We're gonna get back to our normal stuff. A sad um, wank. What's the second little uh, thing you wanted to? Yeah, the show? second the second sad moment um, actually comes <laughs> from the closer on the album, "A Mass Grave of Saints." stuff dude it's a fucking it, it it's a it's a heavy song um but when i think of counterparts i think of really great melodic passages i think of brutal breakdowns um and i just think of yeah that tight songwriting and that little clip in that song in general i think kind of really it has all of those things in spades um lyrically i think you also get some references to some of their older material because he's you know stuck between heaven and earth and there's the you know between uh, Hell and Home is, you know, one of their other albums, um, or the difference between Hell and Home, um, or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know anymore. Uh, but yeah, so you get some kind of callbacks to earlier things. Um, you get some cool little blasts in there. You get the, that neat little kind of melodic section. It's the best implementation of cleans that they have on the album. And there's a lot of cleans on this album, and I wasn't expecting that. But I think this song does it the best. And then you also kind of get a little bit more of uh, Brendan's uh, highs in there, which is kind of his end uh, vocal styles kind of coming in there. And I and I think he's got a really fucking cool scream. Mm-hmm. I agree. We love end, by the way, in case you didn't figure that out. We do love We're end. a big fan of that. Um, yeah, I think this this is just kind of another song of them, you know, just harnessing their craft. You know, he's good at it he's good at this kind of stuff, this raw emotion and in the lyrics and everything. And, uh, I don't know. It's just like, I know this particular album doesn't necessarily like deviate from their normal stuff. I just feel like they're just diving They're, you know, they're just going farther into the direction that they're good at and, you know, just making it that much, you know, the breakdowns are heavy. The riffs are catchy. Yeah. You know, and Will Putney is just always so good at the producing. Mm-hmm. Like, and the lyrics put are out stuff. Yeah. So, backwards in both wrists, I carve goodbye. Ooh. Ooh. Hella emo. But I fucking love it. Uh, yeah, it's some cool shit. Brendan apparently, like, I don't know if you guys remember, have like recently gone back and listened to their older stuff. It's a really, I really like seeing what he's doing with this and end because he used to not be 
the greatest of vocalists. I mean, he was always fine, but it was very much just kind of monotone, hardcore barking type stuff. And now you've really just seen his technique and craft improve so, so, so much. And this album really just kind of shows his whole entire range. He's got the growls. He's got the, the higher screams. He's got the, the, the barks. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a cool song. And it's, a, it's, I think, a really, really powerful closer. So, yeah, those are, those are two of my most uh, special moments that brought the them. most tears to my eyes. Those were great. Brian, let's talk about some of your favorite special moments. <laughs> yeah this whole uh two mic thing is it's annoying anyways i could um, i could just be passing my mic in front of nick every time just... <laughs> great wonderful ah. i love it uh so i believe my first clip is uh from the song sworn to silence if you want to play it Breakdown, man. I just love it. Those little snare, the those little snare rolls that he does mm-hmm. are so clean. It's just they're really good at it. Like all the breakdowns feel like they they feel really tight, and maybe it's the drop C, I guess. But like they feel really tight, really polished. You know, like that. I love their tone too. Like right. their guitar tones are great. Um, everything is really punchy sounding, mm-hmm. you know, and driving. So, and and I think a lot of the quality of those things too really has to be uh, a, a lot of that has to be get, you know praise has to be given to Alex their guitarist because um, he was their original guitarist who left after a difference between Hell and Home and came back and recorded this album with them and I think he's an incredibly creative and fun guitarist yeah I would agree I would definitely agree with that yeah so he was he was he back for the last album uh, no uh, he tragedy, he uh, or he was here for nothing left to love. I okay, okay. He was actually a part of that too. Yeah. 2019 is when he came back and that was when they released that album. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. So. And he did some of the backing vocals too. So yeah, you just kind of get some of those older elements. Um, and they definitely reference some of those things on this album too. What with like soil too and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's on here. Human robot says huge guitars, some dual wrecks or some shit going on there. Dual wrecks. What do you got to say about that, Brian? I, I got to say I'm about it. So he's about it. I know the most of the world is digital these days, but you can always yeah. appreciate the good old fashioned boutique amps and stuff. So um, it makes me miss my rig so much. Anyways, uh, that is a very special moment, though. I, that is a tight breakdown. It's it's tight. The off time stuff that mm. they do is is really neat. Yeah, Brian, what's your second special moment? My second special moment. You're an asshole, Nick. Um, <laughs> but 
I think one of my favorite parts about that time uh, stamp is the way the riff feels so much different when it comes back after the drum change. Mm -hmm. Like it just feels like a completely different riff, but it's the same. Whoa. And it's, dude, it's so good. But yeah, another breakdown, obviously. Breakdowns here, they're huge on this album. They're great. I think the buildup is really nice. The rhythmic pattern in the backgrounds, the strumming kind of melodicness that's tucked away. Yeah. It's always really um, filling, but it's like not overpowering. You know what I'm saying? I agree. What are you guys laughing about, huh? Is there something going on in the chat? <laughs> no, I'm just laughing because you're such a, you're yeah. explaining everything so nicely. <laughs> yeah, you're doing a great job. Um and me. I think you're, the second uh, part you want to talk about is also in that song. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Wow, surprise, a breakdown. They have those on this album? Open the pit. Kill that guy. <laughs> Hell yeah, love that. It is a it is a good ass breakdown in the introduction of the the little rhythmic lead or rhythm in the background yeah. there is is really nice. It's a classic breakdown too. Yeah, I mean it's a very much uh, a counterparts breakdown. Yeah, like like I said, they there's nothing really new on this album. It's just them kind of executing everything that they have done to an incredibly high yeah. quality and and again I, I i feel like he's kind of referencing maybe some end stuff here too with those final lyrics dragging my face through broken glass because they talk about like broken glass and like their last album on end was ever changing face and i don't know i could be like reading into a lot of this shit and the academic whatever you would see it i just, i wouldn't know yeah it smoked way too much fucking weed <laughs> and, and looked at these and i was like what yeah, it's a, Tickles Magoo says melodic guitar lines were tight in there. Thank you for commenting, Tickles Magoo. Yeah, you're tight in <laughs> or there. Or Josh Tickles Magoo. <laughs> or Josh. Yeah, thank you for those. That is, those are really good moments. The what mirrors might reflect is definitely one of the stronger songs in the album. I think. I, I think it's probably my favorite. Yeah, there's there's a lot in there. And you would say that. Why would I say that? Because <laughs> because it's your Cause favorite it's a album. Yeah. Because yeah. you call me vain. I'm calling you handsome. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's yeah, very no nice. Problem. <laughs> Good, good anyway. choices, though. Nikki. Great choices. Nikki B. Great choices. Ask me. What were, what were your saddest and most special moments of this record? So the first one I want to talk about is from the song A Eulogy for Those Still Here, which is the title Whoa. track on the record. I'm just going to play it for you. So I really wanted to highlight a singing part. You know, I just want to be different. I offered you my wings. Yeah. Um, I like it. Something about it. Something about it is very... <laughs> something about it is very, like, nostalgic for oh, me. Oh, yeah. It's very, like, early 2000s metalcore for sure. It just reminds me of, like, Poison sure. the Well, 
Ooh, good call. Very much. Um, Poison the Well. That's the only band it reminds me of. <laughs> that's the only band I know. <laughs> more, more Misery Signals a little bit. But it just, it's, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, like, that, the whole song just feels very nostalgic. And a lot of his singing, I, I like his singing on the record. And honestly, I, I saw a Twitter rant as well from him where he, like, was like, please tell me my singing is good because he said something like screaming is baby shit. So (laughs) I want to know that my singing is like really good. So I wanted to let Brendan know that I think his, his singing on this record it's really good. I so. also saw something though. He was just like, everyone come out and like have fun at their shows because I can't sing for shit, but I'm going to try my best for you guys. And I was just like, I can appreciate that vulnerability. Like, Yeah, he's honest. And so. I would agree. He's, he's not like, they're not great singers. Yeah. But. But it, it's fine. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it works for what, for what they're doing. It does. And that's, yeah. I think the thing that I dislike the most about the album is how heavily they utilize the Queens. Because there's one or two songs where like, two or three verses yeah. if not the majority of the song are queen, queen vocals. vocals and i don't mind queen vocals i appreciate the fact that they're not super overproduced they're you know not pitch shifted or anything like that to kind of fit like they are kind of just normal you know average singing voices um but i don't know i just i just i don't love how much they relied on it this album yeah yeah um i don't know i can agree but also disagree something about I think it. There are a lot of heavy moments in this record. I think there's a oh, lot yeah. of like shredding, a lot of bre- a lot of breakdowns. What? Um, so many breakdowns, and I think that it's a nice dynamic to sort of break up the the when you listen listen to the record in its entirety from start to finish. I do think that it's nice to kind of have a break, and and I personally just like the more melodic moments. I think, um, and uh, so yeah, for me, I I enjoyed all those parts, but I I could see where you're coming from. It, but you're wrong. So let's. Uh, I about to say thank you for validating me, and then you just <laughs> shit on it. Never Sorry. mind. What did you think of that part, Brian? I want you to talk a little bit. Just kidding. You can't. I'm just kidding. Here, Got him, you mother. So I like those parts, and I think it's cool that Brendan is showcasing a little bit of his vulnerabilities here. He's like, "Hey, I'm not good at this, but I'm going to do it anyway." Because you're right, Brendan. You should do it. Because. I appreciate it, even if Jordan doesn't. No, I said Jordan's I, wrong. I said obviously. To, but to be fair, I said I appreciate it, you son of a bitch. I, I said that I appreciate it. I just don't love the implementation of the clean vocals. I appreciate the vulnerability, the transparency, the confidence. I sure as shit wouldn't get up in front of people and sing. Those are all interesting ways to tell someone they suck. Listen, all right, you guys shit on Thought Crimes, who objectively like wrote a way better album, uh, and 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 I respected you both. Let's not go back into that. Let's not go back into that. Leave it in the past. Leave it in, Leave the, past. in the past. All right, sorry, sorry. Leave I need to cool down for like, I love you both very much. No, you're wrong. So here's why Thought Crimes was not a good record. I'm just kidding. Let's get. Let's just move on. Um, so I'm going to show you guys another, so two more clips. Um, both of these are from the song flush to fill your wounds. The first clip is just like a tasty, like one of those like tasty shreddy, like, um, noodly bits, noodly melodic riffs that I love so much. I 
Yeah, so a lot of fun in there. That's the shit right there. Yeah. Those moments are like, for me on the record, like stand out the most, I think. Yeah, their breakdowns are cool, but I fucking love when they kind of get techy with it a little bit because mm. it's it's never over the top. It's always very tasteful um, and everything always flows so nicely into each other part. The riffing's catchy. Little pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. You know? <laughs> At times it reminded me, I was like, this is almost like a Dance Gavin dance riff a little bit, but... Good call out. Their, yeah. their guitarist is incredible. But, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Less shitty people in this band. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's a great... I think it's good you showcase that, Nick, because, I mean, I was just all about breakdance here. Yeah, same, a same here. I mean, I had some blasts in mind, but no techie yeah. shit. Well, the third clip I'm going to show you is a breakdown, so let's do it. What? I mean, people will yeah. die in that pit. <laughs> yeah, people will die. They're also coming through St. Louis. Yeah, I think we're, we're we've been talking about potentially talking about doing going. a metal brunch club hang to see these guys. Yeah, maybe the the viewers can join us. Yeah, if you guys want to come and hang out with us and uh, talk about moshing, but never actually doing it because please, we're all old. Please hang out with us. Please come hang out with us. Please, please hang out with us. Please. No, it's it's a please. cool part. It's it's again just I mean it's another well done. These guys are right. Good breakdowns. They're they're. They'd be a lot of fun to see live for sure. Oh yeah, like, and, and I think that you can definitely feel like from what I've seen of their live shows, you can definitely feel the passion and energy behind what they're writing and playing. And yeah, totally. And I think that that kind of energy definitely showcases uh, translates very well to a recorded album. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think it's nice. I'm into it. Um, also, yeah, go go support them because I feel like they are like on the verge of just not being a band anymore because they're like, yeah, fuck touring. We make like no money. I'm going to die poor. That's the general yeah, like feeling I get from their band. So they're, <laughs> I, like, they're like, I think, you know, like booking this tour, this like most recent tour, like if you don't come, if people don't come, we're fucking quitting basically is what yeah. they said. So I also just feel like, I don't know, like it, there's really not much else that I, I can kind of say to like indicate that they would break up after this, but I just feel like there's such a culmination yeah. of everything that they've done on this album, and it's so heartfelt and so raw that it's just like, if they were to say, this is our magnum opus, this is what we're going to sign out on, like it would be a really good way to say like, yeah. farewell, you know? I agree. Um, yeah, uh, Human Robot said, rough out there for bands. And so yeah. I totally get that sentiment like where they're coming from with some of those comments, like people who maybe didn't sort of do the band thing or like try to grind at it. Like I maybe, maybe won't understand, you know, that sort of like perspective of like, I'm just fucking tired of this. But like, I, I personally know I did it. Like I toured and I played in bands and spent thousands, thousands of dollars on equipment. And I've played shows where it's like two, two people are there. You know what I mean? Like cool. Awesome. Um, so I, I have, I definitely get that sentiment. I mean, obviously counterparts is like, a huge band huge and, um and they probably don't experience those those exact things but even being like a huge band and like having like a big following and still like being like this is a fucking hard thing um like yeah yeah i get it and i think they've you know gone to a lot they've utilized internet life way better than i think a lot of other bands have like i know kyle brownlee their drummer 
uh, would regularly stream on Twitch, just playing through songs and kind of practicing and stuff like that during the pandemic. So like, I think that they've kind of almost gone to being, or, you know, gone to being more of like a recording session style bands, which is, I guess, fine. Yeah. I have a great respect for a band still out there grinding because, yeah. I mean, look, counterparts, they've been doing this for 10 plus years, you know, I mean, it's gotta right. be a lot of wear and tear like just, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, like 2007 years. is when they so started, yeah. I mean, doing it for that long and being in the genre that you're in, you know, it probably doesn't generate a lot of revenue. You know, it's really yeah. hard on the tour, touring life is not easy, you know. So, I mean, turning a profit even now, you know, it's, it's not something that's just fairly simple to do if you were in like another genre that, you know, was a little bit more mainstream. So, especially with these dang gas prices. Thanks, Biden. Thanks, Biden. thanks, thanks, Uncle Biden. Thanks, Biden. Um, and they're Canadians, so they gotta like, yeah, go through customs and shit like that. Ugh. Anytime they want to tour the U.S., and it's a problem. I imagine yeah. a, a pain in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's Australian a little bit, I guess. Yeah. I was trying to do Canadian. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, go listen to the new Counterparts record, a eulogy for those still here. Um. It's really good. It it is. I don't love it, but it is a good album. I'm not mad that I have listened to it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's my review that I can put on the on their website. I'm not mad I listened to it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll love that. Um, and they will. You know what I love, though? Ooh, what is it? I love yummy foods. Brian, what about you? Do you love I, yummy? I'm hungry all the time. I really am. And when I come here and Nick just has a beautiful dish for and me to munch on. I'm about it. So Nick, we have a question for you. What we munching on? What we munching on? So we're not like actually munching anything right now because we, we've been here for a couple hours, so we ate. We did munch already, yeah. Uh, but I made your traditional, your traditional American breakfast this morning, and if you, yeah, hot dogs, yeah, just all hot dogs, yeah, boiled hot dogs. Well, actually, one time I want to like roast you guys and just you'll show up like, what do you made? What do you make for us? It's just gonna be hot dogs, uncooked. Ooh. So wieners, wieners. Let's see how many wieners I can throw back. Um, but yeah, uh, so I made, uh, just your, your standard breakfast. You can see if you go to our Instagram, you'll see me actually munching on that this time. I think we're going to do it on every Monday now, munching Mondays. Munching Mondays. So head to the Instagram, watch me munch, give us a follow. Um, but yeah, so just some bacon, so a fried egg, um, uh, some, uh, toast, some hash browns. Uh, hash browns, uh, some fresh fruit. Uh, it was delicious. We all ate it. We all ate it and we were all we happy all about it. And we were, well, right now we're drinking beers cause again, we've been here for several hours. We already had coffee, but earlier we had this delicious coffee here. If you can see that. Um, this is from a company. Oh, I completely fucking covered it with my fucking fingers. From a company called Little Wolf. Um, out yummy, of, yummy. Out of Massachusetts. 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 Um, yeah, this is a delicious coffee. Uh, what is it? Leu, Ethiopia, strawberry, rose, 
and clean. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> and clean. It is very floral, very delicious. Uh, check out Little Wolf. Yum. Strawberry rose and clean is also how I try to describe myself most of the time. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I would describe you as that. Actually, that's a really good description of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, for it. Uh, so that's what we're munching on. And then we're also uh, kind of sipping oh, on a sipping little on. bit of, got a little old bakery beer company lager here. We've featured them on the episode or on some episodes yeah. before. I'm drinking on this uh, little Jeforia, Maine and Mill Brewing. Uh, it's a stout, peanut butter and cacao nibs in there. It's pretty good. And then beer. Brian, what are you drinking? This is, uh, if you saw the video on Instagram the other day, this is from last last week or whatever, yeah. but the Cinnamon Dolce Nitro Stout from Firestone. Tasty as hell. Firestone Walker Brewing Company, beer before glory. Ooh, I love that. Thanks for cooking for us, Nick. It was delightful. Yeah, it was delicious. Thank you. Yeah, those hash browns especially were, uh, were mighty fun. You're welcome, my children. Thanks, Daddy. You're welcome, my angels. Uh, so we want to talk about... Some other tasty tunes. Yeah, I think we've got a few singles to talk about. <gasps> singles. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um, what did y'all bring today? Uh, I can go first, I guess. Let's go. Yeah, because right. Brian, you can't actually talk right now because you have a mic. <laughs> So. Yes, that sucks to suck. Uh, so I'm I'm bringing us a little bit of a blast from the past. Ooh. And I'm bringing a band who uh, I listened to probably back in high school and remember them being absolute ass back then. Yeah. I was surprised whenever I saw you like send over this single and I actually listened to it and I was like, oh, this is actually... It actually fucks. Fucking so yeah. the uh, song that I'm bringing for us this week is by a band called Dr. Acula. Dracula. Oh. <gasps> oh my God. And the song is called How to Kill a Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Human Robot says, what the shit? Forgot about them. And then he said, okay, okay, this is tight. Yeah, that was exactly what it was. And this is their second single they've released recently. And they just popped up on my Spotify. And I was like, oh, I haven't heard or thought about but these guys in a while. Like, they were in the same category as, like, heavy, heavy, low, low for me with, like, these kind of uh, chaotic, grindy metalcore bands back in the day. I remember Dr. Acula just being kind of sporadic and kind of just sucking ass. But... The new songs, they got some groove. This one's kind of got that cool southern riffing going on with it. Southern riffing. Southern southern style riffing. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Uh, and like, it's just well-structured. The vocals are really neat. Uh, and I just thought it was a cool song to, to talk about because I haven't thought about these guys in 100 years. Yeah, this is pretty cool. So I guess it's been 10 years or whatever since they released. Yeah, I think seeing they, their last album was 2012. I remember listening to them in like, yeah, 08, Below Me, I think is 
Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, 08 was probably around the time that... That's uh, cool that they're back. Yeah. I, I didn't hate that either. So some of their previous stuff was uh, questionable, but... Yeah, and they're actually, it's going to be on a new album, which is, yeah, their first one in 10 years. It's going to come out end of this month, uh, and it is called... What is it called? The... Uh, oh, uh, it doesn't actually have the name of the... Self-titled. Oh, self-titled album. Yeah, if I read the article. Yeah, it's a self-titled album. Uh, and I'm, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really interesting listen. Uh, it's a little bit more straightforward metalcore, hardcore than what I remember them being. Uh, so I'm intrigued. That's another band, um, sort of like a blast from the past. Heavy, heavy, low, low. Human Robot says he just saw them. You just saw them live I would recently? Say heavy, heavy, low, low is still making music. Yeah. Are, do they have new music? I haven't even thought about them in a long time either. Oh yeah, a math. They is they still are a bands. They reformed in 2019. It looks like. Oh, uh, Duck Duck Goose. Yeah, no, you've you've shown me Duck Duck Goose before. Um. So that makes sense. Yeah, it looks like they're just doing live shows though. So no actual. Uh, new music. New music or anything like that. But yeah, Doctor Acula, How to Kill a Monster. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And I think it'll be a really nice little album to spin during this spooky season. Uh, Brian, what'd you bring? Uh, yes, I brought a band called, uh, I think it's Aviana and this song called Paradox. Play that. It's a breakdown, by the way. probably one of my favorite breakdowns of this year <laughs> that gents it's so good uh really cool artwork on that too yeah so their new album corporation just dropped and fun fact uh that song features marcus vick from invent anime but i'm pretty sure he used to be in this band actually oh really yeah so look at you the scholar over here yeah i mean i could be wrong but i think that's right you're not anyways i mean I heard that. I think I got it from like Nick Nocturnal's Spotify uh, playlist, but I was like, oh, 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 oh. and uh, it's probably my favorite breakdown of this year. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, I actually, it came up on my uh, Spotify release radar and I was like, oh yeah, this slaps. And I was like, I should show Brian and Nick. And then I totally forgot to. Mm. So I'm happy that you uh, brought it to the show. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me. Uh, we're gonna allow both of those terms. Uh, so, human human robot says jizz, and then uh, let me say come, and they both got modded yeah, out. And that's crazy. Uh, okay, so we need to always allow those words in here because we love to say them. It's true. Term. <laughs> yeah, they were because they talked about sexual things. Twitch was like, no, 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 can't talk about that. Can't talk about that. Good, good song though, and the production on that is. Uh, crunchy dude yeah um uh, brian uh, you always have like the like just this immaculate ability to find like the greatest breakdowns so i appreciate that about all your singles that, break breakdown brian that's what we call them that's what we call them um 
Yeah, I love that shit. That was fucking tight, man. I'm definitely going to listen to that record. Honestly, I've never even listened to this band before, so I was like, that's like what I'm excited to dive into. And maybe we will talk more about that one, depending on how... Ooh. Have you listened to the record at all, actually? So, yeah, I've listened to... I, I think I've I've probably listened to the whole thing once, but I need to, to go through and actually, like, you know, really pay attention. But it's just... It's great. Like the production quality is really good. The the riffs are catchy. Obviously, there's there's a lot of breakdowns. So and the vocals are fantastic. So fantastic. Yeah, yeah I dig dude. it. Um, I dig it. I'm going to talk about a band called Make Them Suffer. Ooh. Ooh. Is this the new track? This is the new track. Yeah, <gasps> just came out. Um, just some some good old metalcore from Australia, mate. Australia. Um, it's a recently released single. It features their new vocalist, Alex Reed, who was in, uh, previously in a band called drown this city. Yes. Um, and she was the, the clip kind of showcases her ability to scream and sing, uh, which is great. I actually really, so she does like the highs and this little clip I want to show you. She has like some like highs that kind of in the background. And then there's like a chorus in here, which, it's like it's metalcore and like yeah. the first time I heard this chorus I was like eh. and then I listened to it a second time and I was like okay it's really catchy and I like it a lot so um, overall really cool song a lot of great breakdowns a lot of cool riffs the production sounds amazing and I'm gonna play it for you. Yeah, so cool little like I like that little riff in the chorus, I like how like like fast moving it is. They write some tasty riffs. It's cool. It's a it's and that song is like chock full of like really cool breakdowns and stuff too. So yeah, and I think that Alex is a really good uh, fit for the band. I'm glad they decided to keep uh, the female vocalist in there because I think yeah. that the queens definitely. Uh, balance out the the harshness of everything else really nicely it's just a really cool thing it's fallujah does it a lot too and i think it's always a really cool thing to kind of have that that uh beauty in there in the midst of such ugliness beauty in the breakdown oh nice Um, like that call out yeah it's fucking um so i love make them suffer (laughs) excuse me (laughs) Uh, anyways uh i got the opportunity to play with them at ready room R.I.P. Wow. Every, why is it like every time I talk about a local venue, they're not around anymore? <laughs> what's the What's the common trend here, Brian? I yeah, wonder I what it is. It's not me. Oh. Uh, but so the writing on this song, like the riffs, have gotten me stoked because I love uh, Worlds Apart. That album was 2017, and it's incredible. And I, I, I mean, like the last album was okay, but this has got me really pumped for all their new stuff, so... Really, yeah. really excited for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, lead vocalist, whatever his name is, can't remember off the top of my head. He's been in the band like the whole time. I mean, time, he, he is right? like the guy. He is the uh, yeah. But he's, he's 
he's a really versatile and solid vocalist. So yeah. whatever he does, I'm kind of I'm kind of into. Tickles Magoo says, "Make me suffer, Daddy." Yeah. 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 Good songs, boys. Yeah, those are some good singles. Check those singles out. It's a it's a good time to be a fan of the the heavy heavy. Yeah. Lots and of the low low. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, hell yeah, brothers. Hell yeah, brothers. Uh, I think we did it. We did our first live stream. Yeah, I think this is the longest one we did too because I think we were... We were talking. Talking. Some introductions. Yeah, we did some yeah. intros. Now you guys actually know who we are. Um, yeah, thank you so much for like tuning into the to the Twitch. If you didn't tune into the Twitch, um, you fuck you. You can puff my you nuts, can, little You can bitch. suck on my little nuts. Just kidding. Actually, head over to our Twitch and give us a little a little like. Yeah, please. Because um, we're gonna try and do more of these. We're gonna figure out our technical uh, difficulties, and then we're gonna so that Brian can actually have a mic as well too. And then we're gonna do some more of these um, a little bit more often once we kind of get it uh, figured out a little bit more. And yeah, thanks again for everybody who's listening and uh, sharing, sharing and liking, like, reaching out and hanging out with us in the Discord and doing all the things yeah it's, it's been a lot of fun we're really happy to have you guys go on this journey with us do we know what we're listening to next time that we're reviewing i i don't know if we yeah i, I think not, i i think we want to go with well, something how many people do we have watching the stream right now let's see got maybe we can half dozen uh oh this isn't yeah, so six. Wow. Yeah, six uh, people, which is about what we kind of uh, anticipated. So we we actually were 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 thousands. Yeah, they just thousands. aren't counted in there. Twitch is broken. Uh, uh, we we actually were kind of discussing bouncing around two different ideas, either the new album from Boys and Oceans Eight Alaska, or the new album from the Boys and Lorna Shore. Which would you guys like to hear us talk about? Um. Yeah, comment in the chat now. Yeah, comment in the chat now. Two of you, the two of you who have been commenting. Yeah. <laughs> it's between you two, you guys get to choose whichever whichever album you want us to talk about. But if we don't get many uh, any decision through the comments, we're going to talk about either Ocean's 8 Alaska or Lorna Shore. Shore. <laughs> Nothing changes. No one sent me anything. Yeah. Dustin just texted me. I think he's watching the stream, but he's texting me. Why are you doing that? Get in Twitch. Oh, he's just sending me screenshots. Why you of be us. doing that? Okay, all right. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna decide. So keep an eye out for that, uh, and yeah. we'll kind of we'll kind of uh, surprise you guys a little bit. Uh, but yeah, look for look forward to it. We'll have some things to say about those albums. I am tickles Magoo is not familiar with either, unfortunately. Well, we're gonna change that. Yeah, we're gonna change that. You're gonna be familiar with one of them and might be disappointed. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for hanging out. We'll we'll let you get back to your lives. We um, love you all. We love you all, and we will see you next time. Bless up. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.